used to have a casino dealer sing that song every day I'm shuffling. (laughs) 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 That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking in in regards with uh, just an idea with some podcasts. I was like, let's just call it the random ass podcast and then uh, we can call, abbreviate it to rap. But then I started looking and there's like so many of this that I was like, yeah, okay, we gotta do, we'll have to do something different. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking just go like the one sock chronicle, man. Like it's one of those conundrums that you do laundry and you pull out your socks and you're like, where is the partner for this sock? And you're like, this makes no sense that somebody <laughs> ate my sock. Right. It's freaking disappeared. Yeah, and then Lauren's like, you know, the the thing is, like, they'll disappear, and then they they end up showing up as Tupperware lids. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why we have all these Tupperware Tupper, uh, lids with no bottoms. Dude, there's this meme. It's pretty funny. This uh, it shows like this get to the top, right? And it's like uh, zigzags back and forth, probably like 40 stories. And then it says, uh, at the top, it says, got a mask. And the guy at the top, he's going back down, he says, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. I've actually, somebody actually incorporated that with the Beatles when they had their uh, signature uh, album cover when they were crossing mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Ringo that was the leader of that. And then they're like, aren't you going in? He's like, no, I forgot my mask. So, <laughs> I was like, that's silly. Have you ever heard uh, that, um conspiracy theory that the real Paul McCartney died in the 60s nah I haven't heard that one yeah it's pretty pretty crazy actually um, a lot of them are crazy it's just like the whole aspect of like Tupac and Biggie and like Tupac's down in the Caribbean Yeah, so it's one of those things that I'm looking in regards, I know you were talking about the Joker aspect, and I know people have spoken highly of that movie, and I know that's something that's really resonated with you in regards with that movie too, just the the look and the stigma of like the mental health, uh, mental health aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not just that one, it's like the Heath Ledger version, some of the comics and stuff like that, just like a lot of the mm-hmm. things that he says, it's like kind of crazy to be honest with you that um almost makes you feel like that maybe he's not the antagonist yeah well I mean, that's that's part of that though because you've got batman and it's the whole hero's journey piece right you've got to have somebody that's going to rise up as a challenger against the uh, the hero and whatnot but they've actually got a book that focuses both on the the joker aspect and the the batman aspect and look at the psychology piece on both ends. Um, but you got to think, like, Bruce Wayne ended up losing his parents, man. And look at sure. where, where he ended up uh, coming up as. He, potentially with everything, he could have ended up turning into a villain. Sure. Um, just with that, that hatred that he potentially had in his heart and what he had to do with. Right. There's a, one of the storylines of Batman and Joker called The Killing Joke. Um hmm probably one of the bigger stories i guess because of the controversy behind it and you know it's not real t- controversy but really conversation after it hmm. and basically 
at the very end, um, you know, essentially the whole thing is that they both end up in um, whatever it is, the psych ward or whatever. Well, Arkham, Arkham City. Asi Asylum, yeah. yeah. And basically they kind of um, use each other to escape. Hmm. And Batman basically is trying to escape just to kind of get out because he feels like that he doesn't belong there. He doesn't need to be there. He needs to be out there fighting crime. And the Joker is basically just being the Joker and just trying to basically use him as a means to kind of escape. So they kind of like are relying on each other, manipulating each other, but also they're also kind of like they understand each other. Hmm. And so at the very end, they both pretty much managed to escape and what you don't know at the end is if uh it, it's it was intended to make it look like that batman broke his neck hmm. but you don't truly know um and so some of the theories and some of the conversation is you know did batman break his rule did you know did he just knock him out to shut him up or even theories that that went as far as to, to basically talk about is our Batman and the Joker one and the same? Is it the same person? Uh, you could that last piece. You could actually look at it, and that could be very very true because you got to look at the path of what they've gone on, and so it could be the same situation that with a human. Um, looking at the human being aspect and that spirit that. When you're faced with a challenge, um, you can that challenge can if you don't embrace it and don't overcome it, that can kind of dictate what path you go down. Um, and so I think it's a it's a matter of looking at it as a, a piece that you've got a choice, um, but you'll have some people that allow the challenges kind of dictate what happens in their life. Mm -hmm. And so I can see that in regards with the uh, Batman and Joker being one of the same person. Sure. Yeah, so it was uh, kind of interesting. Um, you know, and I'll just, we could probably save this for another one, but I'll just kind of touch base on some of the stuff, you know. Um, so, and some of these are from the different movies. Some of them are, I'm not sure if they're actually Joker quotes or not, but this is kind of where I found them when I was doing research. There's dead websites dedicated to all these things, but um, I just don't have the time to go that far into it, I guess, or maybe not <laughs> either. So. Um, but the first one, you know, uh, he says, smile because it confuses people. Smile because it's easier than explaining what is killing you inside. Um, that, man, that's powerful when you think about it because it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's you're, it, and this is the thing I've talked about. It. It's like show up as your true self. Mm -hmm. um, and so you got too many people and it comes down to the piece too that we're getting judged 100% of the time. And so you people don't want to be judged they're scared about being judged so to protect themselves from that that mechanism of being scared and not wanting to face it they're going to put a mask on and it also comes into play of just not showing the true emotions and Miriam's talked about that on the podcast where she's like you as guys you guys have tear ducts for a reason uh <laughs> tear ducts are there to to let let go of the tears and it's also it's there to protect your eyes and whatnot but it's one of those things that as guys we've got to we've got to look and overcome the stigma and i think you're starting to see the shift in that but you still have 
a lot of these individuals that are like, I'm not going to show emotion. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's let me put on this fake smile and confuse people. And that's also the whole stigma with social media. Um, you have a lot of people that will use this as a front to show that everything's okay and not really truly show what's going on. And it's because we don't, people don't like to be transparent and vulnerable. And so it's one of those catch 22s for people. And so that's where I'm grateful for everything that I've experienced. And now that's where I'm at, where I'll, I'll express everything. I'll show everything. Like if I'm having a day that sucks, I'll talk about it on my life because that's, truthful and that's just coming up and showing who i am <laughs> no you're absolutely right and uh and it's funny that you talked about that right because you're talking about showing up as your authentic self but this is coming from a guy who maybe hides in plain sight so to speak with uh hmm. you know the makeup or whatever the disguise so to speak because he has no true identity um yeah. but the whole thing is basically uh are you familiar with the word aporia uh it's i've probably heard it before but it's not coming <laughs> well it's kind of like um i don't know it's kind of like the i guess the philosophy behind it is that it's a philosophical puzzle hmm. uh, or you're kind of maybe almost like answering a question with a question or maybe making a statement that makes people think you know what I mean? So you're not necessarily looking for answers or looking for, um, you know, to to have somebody define the answer. What you're doing is kind of like that whole poetic thing that we talked about yesterday of just getting people to think. Mm. And so, you know, the the Joker kind of represents a lot of that. You know, um, this one is great for entrepreneurs. And um, this one actually came from the one where he was in the movie with Christian Bale as Batman, played by uh, Heath Ledger. And he says, if you're good at something, never do it for free. And oh, man. That, <laughs> right there, because I, I look back when I first started getting into the entrepreneurial endeavor. And when it comes to the holistic career and college planning stuff that I do with families, uh, when I first started uh, started that uh, journey, um, I would meet with families, wouldn't charge anything for the initial consultation, and I would meet with the families for an hour. And the information that I provided each family, very powerful. Um, they could potentially run with it on their own and go do everything. And I was like, man, I keep – and then the families wouldn't follow up. I wouldn't have anybody, and I was like, I can't be doing this. So I ended up getting to the point where any families that I meet with, it's a $50 initial consult fee um, because I've got to make sure that the value that I'm providing in my time, I'm getting comped one way or the other um, because I look at it because the information that I give this family, even though it's a 4,000 foot overview, they can run with it and they're in a better position than a lot of families that are doing everything on their own. Um, but when I first started this, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to show the value I can give to the families, but it's also, people have brought this up too. the fact that if you don't have any skin in the game, um, a lot of people don't want to stick with it. Or if it's free, it really doesn't resonate with people because they didn't have that small pain point of having to pay. Um, so it's one of those unique things. And I think that's for individuals that are starting a business 
you'll hear a lot of times they're like, yeah, show up and get value and you'll do what you need to. But I think Patrick, you've even talked about that now with things that you're doing, the growth that's taking place. You've even questioned that. Um, and I think when we were sitting down and everything had spiraled to where it's at now with the two native sons, that was something that you had brought up. You're like, I'm doing a lot of this different things. Um, I think maybe it's time that I start looking at different avenues to make sure my time is being valued. Yeah, absolutely. And um, part of it is, again, you know, maybe there's a certain period of time when, you know, you're it, and it's different, right? Because there's a difference between giving a freebie um, to attract maybe mm -hmm. and to um, to find your ideal client, right? But there's also the difference between giving away stuff and, and you know, utilizing your time. And that's essentially what you're giving away for free. And that's the portion that yep. you have to absorb really quickly and learn uh, because essentially what you're doing is teaching people how to treat you. Yep. And I think if I look at it, I think it's a matter of people when it comes to looking at money. Um, I think that's one thing that a lot of people have that point that they look as money is not being a good thing. Um, maybe they grew up and they, they were told that money is the root of all evil, anything of this nature. Um, and when I started in the entrepreneur world, being my own boss and working in the financial industry, I would tell people, I was like, the money's not a big thing for me. It's let me see who I can help out with. Um, but it also was coming from my mindset when it came to money. Um, and so that's something that through the personal development uh, world, the, the personal growth that's taking place, money, I look at money as just a vehicle. Money is energy. Money is matter. Um, and it's not good or bad uh, because the thing is, if you're a big jerk and you get money, you're going to be a bigger jerk with more money. Um, mm -hmm. If you're a gracious person, if you're a very generous person, more money is going to allow you to extend to be more generous and do different things for different people. Um, and the other thing that we have to understand, too, that if you have a big goal, big dream, a big mission to get that done, it takes money. Um, and so that's where we have to we have to flip the script when we look at the idea of money. Um, but. That's another topic that when you talk about money, uh, you'll get very two extreme ends. And sometimes people don't even want that conversation for whatever sure. reason. Um, so I think <laughs> that's another taboo topic right there. Right. That people are like, I, I want to talk about money. And I'm like, sure. you got to change your idea. Right. Um, and so it's a very it's emotional funny. thing for a lot of people, right? Because, I mean, one, mostly because people don't have enough of it. And mm. two, um, if you really want to get into it and you really want to throw things on the table, then that also forces you to really take a look at all the unnecessary stuff. Maybe you don't have, or you don't need. Mm -hmm. And then now all of a sudden you're, you're judging yourself and you're thinking and you're like, mm, yeah, I don't want to go down that route. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and I think it kind of, it goes hand in hand too. And it's like one of these things that you talk about it with the vibrational pieces the frequencies, because if you look, they've done studies and you'll see humans, their frequencies coming off of humans, the heart, which is one of those things that the, the radius of energy that a heart gives off, that's a six foot radius. And mm. so if people pick up this vibe that you're, you're kind of creepy, weird, or uh, somebody that you don't want to interact with just because of maybe the, the thoughts that you have, the negativity, your heart's putting that out. 
Um, and so that's something that a lot of people can pick up. Um, but that's the thing when I'm like, man, five years ago, if somebody was talking about this, I'd be like, you're crazy. Uh, like this is way out there. Um, but that's the thing because I had to laugh somebody when I was going through an audio and I was listening and, uh, they were talking about helping people with, uh, divorce relationships, expired relationship. Somebody in there actually told the host that as humans, we have a 11% DNA match with, uh, with trees. Um, and so, I was like, man, that's a, a unique thing. But think about it. When you're out in nature and you don't have anything else, you don't have technology and all that, they've done studies three days of being out there with no technology, just being surrounded by nature. It resets you and puts you in a different mood and whatnot. Um, but if somebody doesn't really see this stuff or it's one of those things that, hey, um, it's making me question my beliefs. It's making me kind of look at things differently. I don't want to listen to this. Um, and that's why I tell people, I'm like, I, I love you, love you where you're at. Um, but it's also a matter of finding people that are dreaming big and looking at big things. And sure. I think that's the, the beauty of what we're doing too. Like we can each have an opinion. We can have a difference in opinions, but we have to understand that this is just another way that it can have us look at something differently. But ultimately we have to look and say, okay, what is our overall big picture of what we're trying to accomplish? And mm -hmm. so you can come with the differences of opinions, but what's the bigger overall cheering goal that you want to achieve as a group? And let's go and strive for that instead of letting this stupid little stuff underneath uh, distract us and pull us apart. Right. Yep. 100%. Um, let me know what you think about these two. And these actually go back to back. So the second, well, I'll read the first one. I'll read them in order of the movies. Uh, so this one basically... Um, in the dark night, he says, introduce a little anarchy, upset the established order, and everything becomes chaos. And then in the newer one, the Joker one, he says, all it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man to lunacy. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. I'll show you when the chips are down, these civilized people, they'll eat each other. I can... Uh... <laughs> Man, that's one that I'm over here trying to put things together. Um, and so I, that first one where it's talking about shaking up the establishment, and uh, I don't remember the rest of it, but everything um, becomes chaos. And when you look at it, it's because what are people leaning into? What are people relying on? Um, and that's the biggest thing that <clears throat> you'll go look what's really driving things are entrepreneurs um, because you'll get people that will be like, no, let's, like, let's work the 40, 40, 40 plan. 40 years of my life, at least 40 hours a week for less than 40% of what I was making while working to live on. Um, and so it's, it's these things that we've got to shake um, because mm -hmm. I had an individual uh, senior NCO when it was my last year of active duty before I transitioned over. She had spent 15 years out of our career field. And so she had come back. I was at the schoolhouse teaching our career field. And so I told her, I was like, I'm done. I'm uh, going to transition. I'm getting out because this is no longer serving purpose for me. And she's like, oh, you won't, you won't do well. You won't succeed. And it's like, that really ticked me off. I was like, okay, watch this. <laughs> Um, but it's one of those things that it's, it's people get blinded, people get jaded, people get comfortable, and then they don't know any better. And so it, it's one of those things with the transformational growth and the learning piece. It's something's got to shake you. 
And so there are two different aspects when it comes to the transitional uh, transformation piece. You can have a very painful situation. And so the funny thing is in the Buddha and the Badass, he talks about this painful situation being divorce. And he talks about this twice. And I started laughing. I was like, <laughs> okay, um, because I, I tell people I'm like, for my divorce, I'm, I'm grateful it happened. Um, it was painful, but it, it forced me out of my comfort zone. It forced me out of the shell. Um, but that's where it came into point where it's the establishment and you got to shake it up. And some people don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the aspect of the second quote, talking about the chips being down, and you'll you'll start seeing people showing their true colors when things start hitting the wall and your back is to the corner. What are you going to do? Um, are you going to be resourceful or are you going to end up resorting to being non-civil and doing some crazy stuff? Mm -hmm. um, so it's 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 unique. <laughs> yeah. And um. I guess the timing of it too, right? Uh, the movie coming out and uh, all these different things that came shortly after. So I don't know. Um, yeah. oh, okay. So these are, I think this is in the movie, the Joker, when he's having a dialogue or a conversation, at least most of them, but I just, uh, I won't read the whole thing. Just want to summarize maybe a couple of, uh, of them here. Um, I hope my death makes more sense than my life. Um, I used to think my life was a tragedy. Isn't it beautiful? All I have are negative thoughts. And you get what you fucking deserve. Hmm. So, I mean, and, and, you know, to, to, when you, if you watch the movie, there's a whole dialogue. So I'm picking out just some of the pieces of that particular dialogue. Yeah. But again, if we are looking at some of the things that he's saying, um, Again, he's kind of talking about things that a lot of people aren't even thinking of. You know, even yeah. uh, even though this villain is thinking of his legacy. I hope my death makes more sense than my life. Yeah, yeah, and I, man, that that's one of those things that um, it, I've heard it from a quote before. That right now you're planting seeds in a legacy garden that you may never see the impact, and mm -hmm. uh, so it's one of those things. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those very unique things, and that's a, that's another topic right there. Uh, when you talk <laughs> about death, like people are scared to talk about death, and uh, the one thing that you have to look at that if you don't want death to occur, we need to stop having kids. Um, death is just a normal aspect of life, um, but when you talk to people about death, it, it's one of those things that people run from it for mm. whatever reason. Like people don't want to think about that happening. I was like, you could step out your door and get ran over by a bus. Um, it, it could happen. I was, you uh, step your toe and get a staph infection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and then the, the thing is I was deployed to Iraq and our first day there, we were, we got hit by mortars. Um, I was dead asleep. And so my team that I deployed with, they said they came and knocked on my door. Each of our rooms had a phone in there that you could call and whatnot. I didn't hear that. And they're like, where were you? I was like, I was dead asleep. I don't even know what happened. So I was like, if the mortar came through the ceiling and blew up my, my room, well, it was my time to go. Um, but and that's, that's one of those things. Um, and it's like, death is a natural part. And so you can't fear death. Fear is going to fear. Uh, death is going to come one way or the other. 
you can't fear it. it's a natural part um but i think that's where people are not thinking about the long-term piece it's the the here and now and let's just focus on what's going on now um no you really want to kind of focus on what you want to try uh go to and you've got to look at your actions and say okay this is where i'm at now how am i going to get to this point and that's the other thing too it comes with your your why and your purpose um what what is the reason that you're here on earth what's your purpose and so for me i just know that my why is to go impact a lot of people and just make a huge dent in the universe and i know everybody likes to joke with me and that's why we've got the merch coming out with let's go um <laughs> we got the little little pinky yeah Miriam, if you see this um, i'm milking it right now <laughs> uh. yeah though no, um you know maybe it was you maybe it's maybe it's in a group i'm in but somebody asked the question basically like if you died today would you be satisfied oh would that was like, one that i had asked that was one that yeah I yeah I, th because, I thought it was uh, you yeah right? and um what i found interesting is that like of all the responses i think i, I was the only one that basically said you know i'd be content not yep. to say that like my life is the greatest and that i have all these things there's still plenty of goals that i want to achieve mm -hmm. but you know to to realize like what i've been through to get to where i'm at like i'm proud of that and mm -hmm. obviously you know i i want to be there for the longevities for my kids and for my spouse and you know to see a lot of these goals and dreams come to fruition i i definitely want those things to happen you know i definitely don't wish upon that you know like hey i'm good you can take me now um yeah. that's not the case at all but just to even get to this point to where i'm at you know what i mean that's a that was almost a lifetime of trying to get there you know what i mean and to have all of these memories and and all these things definitely not done but you know yeah. i found it so interesting that so many people were basically just immediately went to just a no a hard no mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and so I'm wondering if, uh, you know, hopefully maybe that was a turning point for them to maybe to do some reevaluations. So, yeah, well, no, I've got so we'll kind of break this up a little bit as we're going through this. But I know we've talked a little bit about this tool here that we'll utilize for our uh, our podcast and whatnot. I've, I've utilized it on the uh, journey beyond divorce. And so I'll pull a little card here and this is just the interview deck. And so this kind of breaks it up and whatnot. So, yep. so everybody knows I'm not looking, I'm just going to draw from here right now. And people know I'm not cheating and whatnot and stack the deck. And uh, so this one, it says, if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which ones would you keep? Man, um, from my phone? Yep. Uh, now, are, we, are we talking to Justin, like overall, like never using them or just basically having to access them on my phone? Uh, it's from your phone. So what three, what three apps would be kept on your phone? Everything else would never be back on your phone. <laughs> um, let me see. So the Chick-fil-A app. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and Mike Marquez must be brothers. <laughs> yeah. Um, no real particular order, I guess. Um, my my banking app, because I hate logging onto that onto a PC or having to call them. 
and Google. Okay. I think uh, looking for me, it would be, I would have to keep Anchor on there just because that's an outlet for me to do the podcast and uh, just do what I need to. Uh, probably the notepad just because being able to take a note real quick, you might not have physical paper and pen with you. And then I think uh, the last one would be Spotify um, just because mm -hmm. I utilize it to listen to music and uh, listen to different podcasts and whatnot. So those would be the three that would be kept on my phone. Everything else would, I guess we'll have to uh, end up doing what we need to. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's funny. Just All right, cool. So we got the logic right to get there. It's still live, maybe. Yeah, we're, yes, we're it's still, still live. So, hey, what's up? So, I got Patrick over here that went into freaking Deep Space Nine. So, <laughs> I guess we'll see how long this takes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I just think that's how to even get <laughs> there. You know what I mean? So, so. Okay, that's uh, it's interesting when you look at that. Um, yeah. If you're thinking about the three apps that you would keep. But I think that question also that Patrick had talked about um, before we pulled out a card there was. If you really look and if you were to pass away and whatnot and you were to die today, would you be satisfied with where your life is at? Um, and that's uh, one of those questions that can be very tough for individuals to really do a deep dive. Um, and I think it goes back to the fact that people are scared of dying for whatever reason. Um, and I have to look because you just never know. You could step out of your house and get around over by a bus. And we could also have it where I'm just talking to <laughs> to, to thin space right now for all I know. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's good times. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if these ones are direct the quotes from the Joker because I've seen them. Got Patrick, man. <laughs> so I think the uh, the other two that I have while uh, we're waiting for Patrick to jump on here, I've got oh, you can't hear me? a uh, what the heck pod deck. So very interesting. And then the other one is, would you rather? And <laughs> so, but if you are one that's about podcasting or broadcasting, doing these lives and whatnot, Poddex are a great tool. Um, it gives you little prompts to kind of get thinking, get creative. And My if you're it. looking at getting some decks, you can go to poddex.com. I do have a discount code. It's uh, let's go 26, so capital L. ETSGO26, and that will give you 10% off of your first purchase. Um, but the creator of Poddex, man, great, great gentleman, uh, Travis Brown. And if you're interested, he's got a Facebook group that I'm part of that let me know. I can invite you to you can come join us. Not and uh, let's do big stuff. Hey, can you hear me? Let me see what's going on. Patrick, message. Today's been one of those days. Stood. <laughs> hey, you can't hear me? Can can you hear me? 
<laughs> Why we pop out? <laughs> oh boy. Um, technology, man. Double-edged sword. Greatest and worst thing was to be able to give people a voice on the internet. Let's see. <laughs> Can you hear me uh, now? <laughs> the screen was blank and it was a circle of death spinning. I was like, all right, well, here we go. That's so funny. I was literally like talking the whole time and then you were like talking like I wasn't there. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Um, well, the, the worst part is that it came just right after talking about the death piece. So I was like, what happened? <laughs> I told you, man, it's the, the gremlins today getting this technology. I guess, man, eating on the damn cords or something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So real life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, COVID life and everything else. Let's just yes. blame it on 2020. Um, I don't know if these are directly quotes from the Joker. I've seen them. Maybe it came from Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know. Uh, one of them says, I'd rather die on my feet rather than live on my knees. Uh, pay close attention to people who don't clap when you win. Mm. I'm not a monster. I'm just ahead of the curve. I don't need a weapon. I am one. Don't be too kind. The world is blind. And respect your haters. They're the only ones who think you're better than them. Hmm. So I can, uh, a couple of them are good ones, uh, especially rather die on your feet than uh, live on your knees. And uh, I think that's just, you know, living life and keep moving forward and whatnot. But if you're living on your knees, it sounds like you're there asking for forgiveness for everything. Um, you just got to move forward. It's one of those things that it's much it's better to go and do the action and then ask for forgiveness later instead of doing whatever. Right. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, um, yeah, these are really just kind of like some of those things that I just found to be kind of, uh, I guess, interesting from mm -hmm. a perspective, you know, everyone, course loving you know traditional hero and villain role of batman and the joker but um definitely have a kind of like a symbiotic relationship between the two of them um you know almost like they kind of need each other almost like that yin and yang you know that anarchy yeah. and peace and that chaos and justice so yeah no i can i can see that um and I think that's the thing. It's uh, it's looking at it from a different lens, looking at it from a different perspective. And uh, it's really getting yourself out of your normal lens that you're looking at things. But that can be tough to do also. Right. For sure. So, well, um, yeah, man, it's been fun for just to jump on here and uh, kind of get some random stuff here. But, uh, I mean, next time, let's let's do a review of something. That could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, before we get off here, I do have uh, one of the other decks. I'll pull a card there. Yeah, please. Uh, 
This one is uh, what the heck deck. So it's uh, another one. Travis with pod decks, he's got five different decks. Um, so it's uh, good information. So so people know I'm not cheating over here and I didn't stack the deck, just the stack and whatnot. Uh, it, this one is if you could talk to one species of animal, what would it be? One species of animal. It's hmm. interesting. You know what? I think it would be a cat's because they're so individual. <laughs> you know? Um, because you really just... Sometimes the cats really let you know, but sometimes they don't do anything at all, and you're just kind of like, what's going through their mind? So, uh, and this is kind of like a, a weird random fact that I've, I've, I haven't actually done this because I don't own cats or anything like that, but... Uh, maybe a cat owners can confirm. Have you ever heard that, like, of the cat triangle? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay. So if you have three or more cats in a room, apparently they always, like, triangulate where they, they're, they're kind of spotting. And it's supposed to be like a kind of like a defense mechanism or like a, a preparation for if, in case something were to happen. But they uh, like that's, uh, anywhere that they sit, like in the room or whatever. They always try to formulate a triangle. Hmm, that's uh, that's very interesting, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, some random stuff, man. Um, yeah, I don't know I where I know me, all this weird stuff. It's okay, you know what? This makes life very interesting, and it's one of those times <clears> that, like, if you're in a dead conversation, you'll be like, "Hey." This is just an interesting factor. <laughs> Hopefully you don't know about it. So um, I think ultimately uh, for me, it would be otters. I'd love to talk to otters, man. Just mm. go out there, have fun and play around and whatnot. So growing up, my mom used to say, yeah. And the thing is my mom, because like the different personality traits and whatnot, you've got different things. So they'll do animals and uh, lions. They have otters, Labrador retreater, uh, retrievers and uh They've got beavers. And so otters are people that just love to have fun. Um, I think I'm getting back to that point where life is fun and I don't have, I don't care. Like yesterday, hanging out with everybody from uh, some of them from everything, uh, just having fun and just uh, people are like, and there's one picture Lena taken. And I was like, I think I was too loud at this point because you see the waitress's hand coming up and it looks like I'm getting slapped. And I was like, maybe I was just too loud and she was tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, otters, uh, that's a good one for sure. Uh, I've got a friend of mine, and it's funny because, like, on the surface, he's pretty pretty far out there in terms of just no filter, doesn't care if he offends you type deal, which is fine. I mean, he knows who he is, but somebody like that, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, this guy's a big old teddy bear when it comes to otters and ferrets. <laughs> so That's funny. Yeah. So cool, man. Well, um, yeah, thank you for uh, the opportunity to jump in here again. And um curious to just kind of see what other topics we get a chance to talk on. So it'll be fun. It's all good. We'll have uh, other things. We'll, we'll do one, just uh, pull through random cars and we'll just go through that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. So, all right. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Yep. Peace.